0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Practical Wisdoms in Sales podcast. I'm Amanda, your host of today's show, and I'm joined by our CEO and resident sales expert, Lynn. Hi there. Hello. (laughs) So we have a great discussion in store for you today about how you can unlock your networking potential, no matter how bad you think you are at it. So let's dive right in. So Lynn, we constantly hear that networking is important
1: What's your twist on why that is? Um, You know, I think it's the first step to building a connection. So, uh, and that connection, um, when it's nurtured, can transform into a relationship. And I'm going to be really honest here. I never liked networking when I was in professional sales. Um, I didn't like going to those types of events. And... Yet, I actually networked really strongly, internally and externally with my customers, in the sense of getting to know people, creating those connections, building the relationships. I was really strong at building relationships, but I had this like attitude about networking events, thinking of them as really shallow and superficial. And so, it it was a really funny dichotomy. when I look back on it now, I actually didn't get to be, to grow my skills in networking until I was an executive. So I think I could have done an even better job in sales, which I had a phenomenal career there, but if I had been better at networking and had my mind reset earlier on than I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So,
0: it sounds like you didn't like, ne- like networking very much at first, and I'm <laughs> completely in the same boat. I will say that I'm very shy, and for me, networking is one of the very first, one of the very worst things in the world, and I will avoid it at all costs if I can. <laughs> so, for people like me, for people that maybe feel uncomfortable or pushy or slimy when they're networking, when they are networking, what's your advice for someone like that who hates it and wants to overcome that hatred of it? <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I I was there. I mean, I didn't like it. And I think one of the first things is sort of getting to um what's holding you back and how is what fear is the is underlying factor and because it's actually controlling your behavior. So, if you can get to your own why and that may require you to just Uh, take a long walk and really be thinking about this topic and focused on it and trying to sort of sort out your feelings on it. Uh, For me, uh, what really broke the chain and helped me reframe my mindset was at a major international conference I attended as an executive and Deborah Fine was speaking and she was doing this orientation, and it was about the small the art of small talk, which is her book. And everything she said to me, all of a sudden it just resonated with me. And I could see myself in her story. And all of a sudden, I, I just sort of went, Well, oh, okay, I'm great at relationships. I'm really like meeting new people. I like making these connections. And so why do I hate networking so much? It's because I'm looking at it from the, that, that negative, superficial, you know, attitude instead of that first step of making a genuine connection with someone else. That was so transformative for me. It was like a lightning bolt had hit me. And I followed what she said um, every step, every day for the rest of that event. And... After that, it it transformed um, my, uh, my attitude and how I felt about networking. It changed my behavior at those events. And so I began, rather than dreading them, to look at them as an opportunity where I might be able to meet someone new who I would have a really genuine, true connection with that I would be able to carry forward for the rest of my life. And that was revolutionary for me. So uh, I think that if you haven't done that, anybody out there listening, it's a great book. It's a great place to start. I actually talk about it in chapter two of our book, Practical Wisdoms at Work. I sort of give that example. Um, And it's, it's it's a great place. And we even have some blog posts, right? We have some about superficial networking. And uh, why it's, you know, like, no, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, it's really your approach and getting down to your why as to why you don't like it. Cause it's going to help you better understand yourself. And anytime you can better understand what's holding you back, that's the first step to finding a path through. That's really great. Well, it sounds like the
0: steps that Deborah Fine outlined were really transformative for you, but you have also developed six habits of your own to cultivate networking potential. Can you share what those six
1: habits are? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, what's funny is that because my whole attitude about networking has changed um, over the course of my career, and uh, this came up recently because I was asked by Forbes to Um, produce something for them about networking. And I really had to think about it Um, because I didn't want it to be the same old, same old, you know, oh, you need to do networking because there's only six degrees of separation between you and somebody else. It's not what you know, it's who you know, all the stuff that's been there, done that. And it's never going to change anyone's motivation who doesn't like to network or who doesn't feel comfortable with it. Um, So it really, I was really analyzing and I did, I took a walk took a walk and I have a park that I go to that's really close and they have a really great trail walk. And I'm just thinking about networking and I'm thinking about the individuals I had met and the relationships I had formed and those connections and how we had met and how they evolved. And that's when I came up with this concept that it was really this, it was wonderful. It was this essence of wonder um, that I had approached them with a wholehearted, genuine interest in others. And second, that the growth was organic in the sense that I related by focusing on the other person and we found common ground. And I was nourishing the dialogue to learn more. And I I talked about that. You're discovering commonalities and shared values. And then you continue to encourage and nurture that connected connectivity by staying in touch. I mean, that's one of the most important things is to make sure that when you do meet someone to connect with them, however it is, if it's on LinkedIn, if it's, if it's on Facebook, if it's on Instagram, if it's a direct email, if you pick up the phone and call them, if you send them a snail mail, handwritten card, whatever it is, it's just, you know, you know, further building the relationship and then you continue to replenish it and keep building the relationship and uh, all of those building blocks they're forming this really strong foundation and it's really ironic so Monday night I had dinner with uh, someone I have known Forever, I mean, because she sold my husband my engagement ring. <laughs> I of course took her, took him to her <laughs> to just show her her engagement rings. She's this amazing uh, uh, jewelry designer, and uh, she owns her own business uh, in a very male-dominated area. And you know, of course, we've stayed in touch over the years, but I actually hadn't talked to her directly for a couple of years. I certainly hadn't sat down and had any kind of conversation with her for a long time, but we had dinner Monday night and it was like we had never been apart. We were just able to pick up the conversation and everything that we had sort of gone through in our careers and our lives. And, you know, you touched on a whole bunch of topics, but it was because those core foundations of the relationship had been built long ago and they stand the test of time. And that connectivity, that's what you really get out of networking because you've taken that first step to build the relationship.
0: Yeah, that sounds really great. So what are some best practices that people should use when they're networking?
1: (laughs) You know, and everyone's going to have different things, uh, but my first is that you need to approach it with curiosity. You need to be curious about other people. And you need to be sincere about it as well. Uh, So that's my whole, wholehearted, right? Whole, wholehearted. (laughs) Um, And and just as you can see in my voice, you've gotta be enthusiastic. Enthusiasm is contagious. Um, Your smile is contagious. And when you approach it that way, um, you know, you're immediately gonna make more, more people more comfortable. And uh, there's always the people who are, you know, really grim and dour, but they're going to be, you know, better pleased to be around somebody who's enthusiastic about being at the event and learning about them. You want to keep in mind, you you really do want to draw the other person out and find out, you know, where they their interests are or where you have shared values, where you might have things in common that you didn't know about. And I guess my last piece of best practice would be that you don't owe anyone an interaction. So that if someone, you know, they're just, it's not, it's oil and vinegar, or it's even beyond that. Um, There is always a graceful way to exit. One of, especially at an event, it's very easy to see someone, you know, you sort of look, you find someone that um, is standing apart and they're not frantically on their phone or, you know, Doing whatever, but you can say, you know what? I just saw someone. I need to say hello to. Um, it's been great talking to you. Um, you know, have a great event, and then you you jet over to that person who's who's alone, <laughs> and you can <laughs> introduce yourself because they're alone and they're looking for someone to make a connection with. You know, they're they're probably going like, oh my gosh, why am I here? I hate it. My boss made me come. I don't know anybody. You know, and so then you go and introduce yourself, and and you say, hey, if you could be anywhere else, right now, where would you be and who would you be with? And right then you're going to learn something about them. You're going to learn something that maybe as a passion that they could say, I'd be bowling with my dad because, you know, we really love that. And you, oh, do you have a favorite, you know, bowling alley that you like to go to? I mean, you know, the conversation just takes takes wing. It takes flight. So,
0: yeah. Well, these are all really great tips, Lynn. We've learned about your wonder method. We've learned about your best practices, including curiosity, enthusiasm, reciprocity, and not owing anyone an interaction. And bonus tip: finding people who look a little bit lonely and introducing yourself <laughs> to them. <laughs> so, we've learned so much on this one, and I have one more question. So. How can our audience learn to truly enjoy networking? What steps can they start with today to go from network, to go from networking hater to networking champion?
1: <laughs> well, um, you know, the first thing is, is definitely to get in touch with your own why. Uh, and and what's holding you back? I mean, there's, if nothing else, it's, it's going to give you an illumination. It, you, you, do not have to love networking. You don't have to do networking, okay? But if you like making connections and you might like having strong relationships, that's sort of the first step. And you can do it in a lot of different ways. Like I said, I early on in my career, I spent all my time networking with internally and externally and uh, building those connections and those relationships. And I actually created a very broad and large network from doing that. And I wasn't attending networking events. So you don't have to go to big networking events to network effectively. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's also about your own values. So I truly value relationships. It's it's a big one for me. It makes me tick. <laughs> so, um, and if that's important to you, then learning how to reset your mindset. I, I, like I said, we've got a lot of other material that we could include in the show notes that you could refer back to. Um, we have a whole chapter on networking in our book. Um, start with Deborah Fine's book. But, you know, just sort of get out of your own head. Sometimes you have to get out of your own way. And it's not like that you can just turn it on and suddenly do that. A lot of people have different tricks. Some people like to say, oh, just pretend you're someone else. I've never been able to do that. <laughs> I just can't, it's, oh. Uh, um, but for me, really getting in touch more with why, my why always helps me move forward just by understanding it better because, and then there's other ways that you can do it. Like I said, you don't have to network at big networking events. You can also, at all the conferences, All the years I've ever attended them and uh, innumerable to mention but I had a very common thing that I did that once again it is a networking technique which I didn't even know that I was doing but I, I would take notes I was I was looking at the speaker I was smiling I was nodding my head and if there was something that really stuck with me that seemed like wow this was like blow my mind or this is like a really valuable tidbit I would always go up afterwards and introduce myself and I would tell them why this impacted me, their presentation, and what tidbit I was taking away that had, had really moved me. So that was a great way to start a conversation with those people and then to learn and, and ask them how, you know, how they developed that, you know, is there a story behind it, and, you know, you were off and running. So there's just a lot of different ways that you can approach that. But my best step, get to know your why. Break it down and, you know, there's always another way. You have to remember, sometimes we have to travel the long road around to reach a short distance. So if you get to know your why, you're going to be able to start that journey.
0: That is so true. Lynn, thank you so much for all of your sage insights and tips to evolve into a better networker. I can say that you convinced me, which is pretty hard to do, since <laughs> I do truly loathe networking, but you convinced me, and I'm feeling pretty positive about it, so thank you.
1: <laughs> so you think the next time I ask you to go to the networking event, you might actually say yes? <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> I'll try to say yes. <laughs>
0: Well, this has been a really informative conversation. To everyone listening, we've mentioned um, a few other pieces of content content we have about networking. Um, As Lynn mentioned, we have a full chapter dedicated to networking in our book, Practical at Work. We also have blogs about networking. We have a video interview between Lynn and Takiri about networking. So there's plenty of resources where this came from. So to everyone listening in the audience, do you have any ideas that you would like to share? chime off in the comment section. We would love to hear your thoughts. And if you have a question or would like to suggest topics for discussion, please email us at jointheconversation at PetiteDeQueen.com. To, to stay current with all of our informative advice and breakthrough advantages, sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter. And of course, stay tuned for another terrific dialogue here at petite to Queen. Thanks for listening.